0: 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: It's the Ross Tucker
0: Football Podcast. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. I would never do that to you. It is a finish strong Friday, a picks Friday, and of course, a winner's Friday, because we love those of you that are trying to help us grow the show. We love you, the guys that are winners. I want winners. I want people that want to win. It's really that simple. Brian and I love people that either subscribe to the YouTube page and make a comment like Lauren Berkowitz, Lauren, I got your email. I know who you want the cameo style shout out for. I am all over it. Sorry, it's a little late, but that's not really, uh, I don't get a chance to check that email as much as I would like, but you are covered. Thank you for subscribing to the YouTube. Again, it's free. Like subscribing to a podcast, you just hit the thumbs up thing. But I did see your YouTube comment. Thank you, Lauren. And people like Larry Hopkins that spread the word via social media. So, multiple quote tweets from my boy Larry Hopkins. So, I'm looking for some quote tweets to help spread the word. Any of that stuff helps with the algorithm, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. It all makes a difference. Thank you so much, Larry. Let me know which one of these press passes you'd like, unless you'd like a signed card or picture or whatever. And then Joseph Welch. He is the sponsor confirmation email winner. How about Joseph Welch taking advantage of Ladder? Joseph got some life insurance from Ladder. I love it, Joseph. I'm glad you're covered, man. That makes me very, very happy to know that you're covered with Ladder. Those guys do an excellent job. It's uh, Big Show time. The Big Show.
1: Thursday night football goes to the Indianapolis Colts. They beat the Jets 45 to 30.
0: What a rough performance by the Jets. What a disappointing performance by the Jets for me, since I had the Jets on the even money podcast for two things, right? The, the two things, if you don't know anything about last night's game, here's the only two things you need to know. Number one, the Jets defense was pathetic and a really, really bad look for Robert Sala being a defensive head coach for the Jets. They could not stop the Colts in any capacity, especially the run game, but they couldn't stop anything. The Colts were four for four scoring touchdowns in the first half. Four For four. And then the second half, Jonathan Taylor comes out, 78 yard run. I I mean, I I thought it was an atrocious and an embarrassing performance by the Jets defensively. And what I thought was some goodwill that Robert Sala had built up and that the guys were playing hard for him and they had that goal line stand against the Bengals. Boy, was I wrong. So, first of all, you have the Colts running the ball. Right down the Jets' throat. Naeem Hines got the first touchdown. But Mike White, our guy Mike White, was on fire as the Jets answered back. Mike White knowing where to go with the football. Getting through his reads quickly. Delivering the ball accurately. I was liking Mike White. Throws a touchdown pass to Elijah Moore, who's wide open. I thought, okay, here we go. I was excited to watch Mike White. That was all he played. That was it. He got hurt, I guess, a play or two earlier. I don't really know how he got hurt a play or two earlier and then was able to throw that touchdown pass, but then couldn't come back in for the rest of the game. He had some type of forearm issue and wasn't able to really grip the ball correctly, I guess. I don't know. I mean... Must have been pretty bad because that was a golden opportunity for Mike White and really disappointing that he wasn't able to play anymore. You know, the Colts and Jonathan Taylor just continue to run the ball down the Jets' throat. At some point in the first half, early in the first half, Troy Aikman said that Robert Sala told them that the Jets have the best defensive line room he's ever been around. He was an assistant coach with the Seahawks when they had Averill and Bennett and stuff. But two years ago, when the San Francisco 49ers went to the Super Bowl with Eric Armstead, DeForest Buckner, Nick Bosa, D. Ford, and others, Robert Sala is trying to tell me that this year's Jets have a better D-line than two years ago 49ers. It's just an embarrassing comment. And I don't want to hear, well, what's he supposed to say? You you know when certain information is volunteered. Troy Aikman didn't ask him, is this the best D-line you've ever had? And Salah said, yes, it is, Troy. That's not how it works. He said, what do you feel good about, you know, on the team, blah, blah, blah. Well, Where are you at a good place? Well, I think our D-line room is the best I've ever been around. Really an embarrassing comment by Sala, And I like him. You know, then Darius Leonard punched the ball away from Ty Johnson. That was another touchdown for the Colts, 21-7. Colts marched the end of the first half for a Michael Pittman touchdown, 28-10. I mentioned the long run and huge night for Jonathan Taylor. Elijah Moore, really the lone bright spot for the Jets, who actually rallied late to make the final score look a little bit better and make it appear... As if the Jets kept the game close, they didn't. They did actually almost cover the spread, for those of you that are into that, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. But at any rate, they didn't. And uh, it was very uh, disappointing. I like close games, you know? I like certain things in life. I like close games. I like when teams are competitive. I like when my car is in a good place which it can be right now with the exclusive deals during AutoZone Visibility Week, make sure you've got the right wipers. I mean, look, we're going to start to get snow up here in the Northeast, Midwest, Pacific Northwest. Get the $10 bonus reward when you buy the two Rain-X Quantum Wiper Blades. And get the $25 bonus reward when you buy a Sylvania LED Fog twin pack. I drive at night. Some of these cars, it looks like their lights are barely even on. What are you doing? It makes it so much better when your lights are bright. Just join the AutoZone rewards program. Then you can see all the rewards they got. If you're ready to see more and drive safer, visit your nearest AutoZone or head to AutoZone.com to start your job today. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up.
1: Let's start with the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints.
0: Well, I like the Saints. Now, we don't really know what they're going to do at quarterback, whether it's Trevor Simeon or Taysom Hill. I'd be a little surprised with Taysom Hill out for a while if they just threw him in there as a starting quarterback. That doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense to me. I think Trevor Simeon will start. I think Taysom Hill will have a package. I think depending on how that goes, maybe they ride the hot hand. Maybe Hill plays more in the second half. Maybe Taysom Hill starts a quarterback next week. But for right now, I think it'll be Simeon. The problem for the Falcons is that without Calvin Ridley, they are very, very offensively challenged. Very. And who knows? Maybe the Saints will put Marshawn Lattimore on Kyle Pitts like Stephon Gilmore did last week. Joe talked about that on the Fantasy Feast podcast that you should all watch. At any rate, hard to pick Atlanta with their lack of weapons right now and the Saints defense playing pretty darn well. I'm going to say the Saints win this one. Where is the game? It's in New Orleans. Oh, geez. I'll say 24-17, New Orleans.
1: Denver Broncos at the Dallas Cowboys.
0: So it appears pretty clear that Dak Prescott's going to play. That is not good for the Denver Broncos. Uh, Even though Cooper Rush played pretty well, Dak has just been playing at such a high level this year. Maybe he's rusty after a couple games off, but the Cowboys, I think they've got big goals, big vision, and frankly, I think that they should. I think the Cowboys have a chance to be as good as anyone. Micah Parsons in that defense has been awesome. I don't think the Broncos are going to come out and play better. Now that they traded Von Miller. I don't think that's like a boost for them. So I will take the Dallas Cowboys. Don't have a lot of faith in the Broncos these days. I'll say 27-14, 27-17 maybe the Cowboys win. And I will say I am still in one survivor pool. And the Cowboys were my pick because I've used a bunch of these other teams. So let's go Cowboys, Brian. Lock them up. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever
1: you call it. Pick of the week. New England Patriots are at the Carolina Panthers.
0: Sneaky fun game. A pair of four and four teams. You whoever wins this, you'll feel like, okay, they're in the mix, man. They're five and four. Whoever loses, you'll be like, yeah, they're not really that good. I mean, it's that kind of a swing game. For these two teams. As of this morning. We don't know who the quarterback will be. It's 7.08 a.m. On Friday. We don't know who the quarterback will be for the Panthers. Kind of hard to pick them to win in that case. Right? And we don't know for sure that McCaffrey will play. So if Darnold plays and he's good to go. That's a positive. If McCaffrey plays and he's good to go. That's a positive. But we don't really know either one of those things right now. So I'm going to take the Patriots. Patriots are playing really well. Mac Jones, quarterback, by the way, that the Carolina Panthers very easily could have had, playing at a high level. Give me the New England Patriots to win a close, hard-fought game on the road. Just have more faith in the Patriots late than I do in the Panthers. 23-20 New England.
1: Minnesota Vikings are at the Baltimore Ravens.
0: Right. It's an all-purple matchup. Lots of perp in that in that game. Lots of purple. I like the Ravens. I do think this will be a competitive game. Ravens coming off the bye. Got a little healthier. It looks like Sammy Watkins will be back. So they'll have Watkins and Bateman and uh, obviously Hollywood Brown that they thought that would be their receiving trio. So that's kind of cool. But I think the Vikings will bounce back after a pathetic loss to the Cowboys and Cooper Rush Sunday night. Just an inexcusable loss for the Vikings if you're really trying to be in this thing. So I think this ends up being a fun game. 27-24 Ravens. Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals. So there's multiple reports this morning already. Adam Schefter saying that the Browns will be releasing Odell Beckham Jr. today, they worked something out regarding how much guaranteed money the Browns still owe him. You know, the agent wants the money. It's, it's that That's the focal point for him. And we'll see. I personally think the Browns will be better off without him. And I don't think whatever team Odell Beckham Jr. goes to will be better for having him. That's my opinion. We'll see. There's always a short honeymoon period, but it always ends poorly with Odell Beckham Jr. I don't know that... I mean, there's just been so much drama this week. I'll pick the Bengals to win since they're at home. But this could really go either way. And I wonder if the Browns get a little, get a little freed from Odell boost, rally around no Odell boost. I don't know. We'll say um, lower scoring game. But I still think it's twenty-three seventeen Bengals, something like that. Browns kind of have to prove to me that they can that they can score. They're not scoring very many points. 23-17 Bengals. Buffalo
1: Bills at
0: the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, if you haven't used them yet, the Bills are an excellent survivor pick, knockout pool pick, clearly. I think the Bills route the Jaguars. Any faith I had in the Jaguars carrying some momentum from the London win went out the door with how they played against the Seahawks. That was actually pretty despicable. And Urban Meyer, he's running out of time in my mind to think that he has a chance to be a good coach. And I'm not saying they have to win a lot more games, but you can't go on the road to Seattle and be that poorly coached. I mean to, to have to be a total no-show on the road like that, it's embarrassing. And he doesn't look like he knows how to fix it. Let's say 34 3417 bills. There might be some people that didn't lock them up, Bry. So lock them up before you, I tell you about my Crocs. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week. If you don't have Crocs, you're doing it wrong. Visit crocs.com and take your pick of wildly comfortable and lightweight clogs, sandals, and slides. So almost every second of my life, I have Crocs on. The sliders, I have white sliders I wear when I'm in the house. I have blue uh, sandals I wore all summer and even until it started to get cold. I still wear the Crogs, the clogs. I haven't even moved on yet to the wool-lined clogs. It's the cushion for the pushing. It's the not having to bend over to tie laces. It's just awesome. Plus, DraftKings has this awesome Crocs-sponsored lineup where you can win 10 Gs. Visit DraftKings.com slash Crocs on November 11th, next Thursday. This is big to draft your showdown lineups. Learn more at DraftKings.com slash Crocs. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. So quick
1: question. You're finally able to wear shoes in the house? What do you mean? I've been to your house. Take your shoes off before you come in. But you just said you wear your Crocs
0: in the house. Oh, no. It's take your shoes off before you come in. They're, they're in indoor Crocs only. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Indoor Crocs only. Absolutely take your shoes off before you come in. All right. Don't you do that at your house?
1: No. No. And, and if we did, it wouldn't make a difference with the dog anyway.
0: Oh, yeah. Good point. Good point. All right. Next
1: game, the Houston Texans and Miami Dolphins.
0: Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins gonna win because the Texans are really terrible. Can you imagine, by the way, how bad it'll be for the Dolphins if they lose this one? Tyrod Taylor, you know, officially starting for the Texans, which actually gives them a chance to win the game. Oh, man. If things aren't bad enough already in Miami, they would get ugly. Ugly. You ugly. You mama said you ugly. Things would get ugly if the Dolphins lose this one. It won't happen. I actually thought about taking the Dolphins as my survivor pick until I realized there's a chance Tyrod Taylor plays. Let's go 24-17 Dolphins.
1: Vegas Raiders at the New York Giants.
0: Really not sure how the Vegas Raiders are going to respond to what happened with Henry Ruggs. Obviously, that's an issue for them both on the field and off. Just awful. Every time I think about it, it's just awful, awful, awful. Giants are getting a little bit healthier, but I don't even know the status right now of Galladay and Saquon Barkley. And I'm still not expecting them to beat the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders. This is a winnable game for the Giants, the way they played Monday night against the Chiefs. But I'm gonna take, I'm gonna show some faith in the Raiders, man. I mean. Even after the Gruden thing, they've played really well. They haven't lost under Rich Pasquilla yet. I'm not picturing his first loss being to the Giants. I think the Vegas Raiders win. I'm going to say 23 to 16. They win by a touchdown. 23 16. Maybe no, maybe I'll give Danny Dimes a little more credit than that. 23 20. Raiders. Chargers and Eagles. Go, Chargers, go, San Diego, Superchargers. So I've gone back and forth on this game all week. I literally think that depending on who asked me and when, I think I've changed up who I thought would win the game. It's really hard to know which Eagles team is going to show up. You know, they've got three wins. They could very easily win this one. It's kind of hard for me to picture the Chargers losing three in a row. I think they've got a good quarterback and a good team. I guess I'm going to show some faith that the Eagles coaching staff learned some things last week with running the ball and being more aggressive on defense. I'm going to predict that that carries over to this game. I could flip a coin and make a prediction each way a bunch of different times. But I'll ultimately say 24 23 birds.
1: Green Bay Packers are at the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: You know what, Bry? The Eagles are underdogs. Let the doggies out. That's
1: too late. I've already moved on to the next game.
0: Nope. Let them out. Packers, Chiefs. Underdogs need to be out. Crosses, underdog of of the week. Do you dislike that that much? Yeah, I do. Oh, man. I might have to pick more underdogs. I shouldn't have said
1: that because now you're just going to go ahead and pick everything as an underdog.
0: (laughs) Well, Texans, they're looking pretty good this week. (laughs) Texans against the Cowboys. I think, listen, you you throw out the records in the Battle of Texas. Yeah, Falcons (laughs) looking really good this week. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. All right, Packers Chiefs. I like the Chiefs to win the game. Uh, no, Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, still hasn't said anything. I guess he's waiting till he can come back to say something, to make a statement, or he's trying to figure out exactly what he's going to say about, at a minimum, being misleading regarding his vaccination status. I like the Chiefs to win. This we talked about some earlier. Some bad losses. This would be a bad loss for the Chiefs. If they lost at home to Jordan Love. Remember, a lot of people compared Jordan Love to Patrick Mahomes when he was getting drafted. I don't think, I mean, I think i think Jordan Love plays well. I don't think he plays well enough to win the game. But I do think it's a competitive, fun game. I'm going to say 31-27. The Chiefs win. Although Packers defense has been playing pretty decently. But they're a little banged up. 31-27. Chiefs.
1: Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers.
0: You did that on purpose, didn't you? The
1: San Francisco 49ers. Yep.
0: Yeah. You say San Francisco, like you're going to say San Francisco treat for rice a I hear it. So this is a really interesting game. The 49ers are favored. So somebody thinks that either the Cardinals, that Kyler Murray's not going to play or that if he does play, he won't be very effective. Either way, it's not real good for Arizona. I saw where Dr. Chow said between Hopkins and Kyler Murray, he thinks one of them will play, one of them won't, which I think is telling. Even if they both play, Hopkins has that ailing hamstring. Murray has the ankle that he's had in the boot. It's not good. I'm going to go with the Niners. I, I think that is actually the right pick is the San Francisco 49ers in this game against Arizona. Jimmy G is playing like his career depends on it because it does. And they almost beat him with Trey Lance, not really even knowing what he was doing last time. So give me the Niners in another low-scoring game. The last one was as well. This one's a little bit higher scoring. 20-17 to Niners.
1: Sunday Night Football, Tennessee at the Los Angeles Rams.
0: By the way, if you're not always enamored with my picks, Picks PicksWise is the number one free app for football picks, odds, and analysis. Find expert picks for every game all season long. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in-depth predictions giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction, all for free. Found your pick? Search our latest DraftKings promotions to sign up for an account and place your bet. Awesome DraftKings promotions. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I like the Rams. Now, I wonder sometimes if the Titans get that first game without Derrick Henry boost and the the Rams are a little bit caught off guard because they're not exactly sure what the Titans are going to do offensively without Henry. I think that's a very real possibility, but I still don't think it's enough for them to actually win the game. Give me the Rams and Von Miller. I don't think the Titans' defense is very good. They've been playing better, though. Give them credit. I'll say 27-23 the Rams win that one.
1: And finally, Monday night football, the Chicago Bears at the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: I don't think the Bears have a chance in this game, which of course means they'll probably win, but I don't envision Justin Fields on a Monday night game at Pittsburgh. They've won three in a row. That D-line against the Bears O-line feels like a mess to me. It really does. It feels like Fields might make one or two highlight plays. I think the Steelers – I think Steelers dominate this game. I'm going to say 23-10 Steelers. They could almost be a survivor pick. Almost. 23-10 Pittsburgh. Some shout-outs are in order, Bri. If you haven't yet, could you please try one of the other shows? Listen to one of the other shows. College Draft Podcast with Emery is awesome. If you want to get ready for the college football Saturday. Fantasy Feast. Love Joe Dolan. I know a lot of people loved Evan, and Evan was great, but Joe Dolan's fantastic. And, of course, a lot of you listen to Even Money podcast, clearly. Shout-outs in order to Pizza Boy Brewing, Sporticulture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com, and SteakhouseSports.com. I think we're done here. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires twenty five times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.